Welcome to season four of the Florida Institute for Child Welfare podcast. I am Jessica Price, your host. I'm excited to introduce Dr. Elizabeth Winter, Executive Director of the Selfless Love Foundation. We will hear Dr. Winter talk with several youth who have lived experience and valuable perspectives. They will discuss topics that relate to gaining access and opportunities as youth in our child welfare system. Let's get started. Today, we are here talking about health care coverage for youth transitioning out of the foster care system. And I am so excited to be joined by Jen Edgson, the health care coordinator with Community-Based Care Integrated Health, also called CBCIH. We like jargon in child welfare. And Diamond Whitley, a young adult with lived experience in the foster care system out of the Daytona area. Diamond, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your experience in the foster care system? Yeah. Hi, I am Diamond Whitley. I am the Youth Engagement Specialist for One Voice Impact. And I had about three years in the foster care system. And yeah, now I am a student at UCF, a sophomore. Thanks, Diamond. And Jen, can you tell us a little bit about CBCIH and the work you do and how youth in child welfare get access to their health care coverage? Essentially, we work with the CBCs out in the community to make sure that all kids that have Medicaid, including members that have transitioned out of the foster care, have access to their health care benefits and behavioral health care benefits. Medicaid is free health insurance that you may be eligible for if you were in foster care at a certain age when your case closed or when you turn 18. And with this free health insurance, you can get the health and behavioral health services that you need. You will also have access to vision and dental services. So basically what happens is if you are eligible for extended Medicaid when you turn 18, the agency that has been helping you with your case will place your Medicaid coverage in your name and they will help you manage it until you turn 21. Right before you turn 21, you will be responsible for completing and submitting a new Medicaid application. And when it comes to the question about former foster care involvement, you will need to answer yes. Your independent living worker or someone from the agency that manages or manage your case will help you with this. Once the Medicaid coverage is in your name, you will be able to choose a health and dental plan that works best for you. With Florida Medicaid, both are included. Thanks, Jen. And so just to clarify, so if I'm a youth and I am going to be transitioning out of care, so I'm turning 18, you're saying I work with my independent living specialists at my, you said CBC, we call them lead agencies, but where my independent living specialist is will help me coordinate that before I leave the system. Is that correct? Absolutely. Awesome. And then there's a second period that's really important, and that's when I turn 21. And so can you share a little bit about what happens when I turn 21? Yes. So when you turn 21, you will have to apply for Medicaid yourself. There's an application you'll fill out online and they will ask you a question about being a former foster care youth. And you will need to choose yes for that. And if you have any questions about that, I definitely would encourage getting with that independent living worker or someone from that agency that's been helping you and they can help walk you through it. I want to turn back to Diamond, and Diamond is a part of One Voice Impact, and so Diamond and I get to work a lot together. And Diamond had a recent experience where she needed to use her health care coverage and was struggling somewhat. And so, Diamond, if you'll share that story with our audience and tell them sort of what you learned through that tough lesson. 
I'll start off with the beginning of my mental health journey. When I was introduced to the foster care system, I was given a mental evaluation and determined that I had bipolar 2 disorder. From then, I was offered therapeutic services and psychiatry services and put on medication for an extended period of time. When I moved to Orlando, I had a experience with my psychiatrist a little bit before that, where he basically said that I didn't need to be on the medication that I was on, and he didn't even think I had bipolar disorder. So if anyone knows about the mental health struggle, you will understand that when you hear those words, you're like, well, then why do I need to take this medication? And that's exactly what happened to me, and I stopped. And then once I moved to Orlando, everything had changed. My insurance had changed. I had to change my psychiatrist because the one in my previous area didn't take my Medicaid in that certain area. It was a whole mess. So basically, by the time I was in a crisis mode after not taking my medication for so long, I was scrambling to figure out what to do and calling upon Dr. Winner and Miss Brandy. And we basically had to calm myself down for a little bit and figure out my options and I was able to get a new psychiatrist from my college. But yeah, it was a a tough experience. And I can imagine healthcare coverage is complicated to those of us who have others to call upon. And as a transitioning youth, you're really sort of left to your own devices at a young age to try and sort of figure out that path. And so Jen, as Diamond sort of explained the process she was going through, what are some of the things that perhaps we would advise her as she's turning 18 and moving to a new area to go to college? What are some of the advice that you would give her to make sure that she knows what her healthcare coverage is and she has access when she needs it? Yeah, absolutely. Diamond's experiences really highlight why it's so important really for all of us to know more about our health insurance, including what services are covered and how to access those services. And they also highlight the importance of routine preventative care and having a medical home base so that we can have someone whose goal is to keep us healthy, but can also help get us the extra care when we need it. If there are specific questions regarding your health plan, or you have any issues accessing those benefits through either the health care or behavioral health care, you can certainly call your health plans member services department. And you can also be asked to be assigned to a nurse or behavioral health case manager who can help you manage your needs. Also, if you have been in the foster care system in Florida, you can also call the agency that has been managing or managed your case as they also have nurse care coordinators and behavioral health care coordinators who can assist you with your medical and behavioral health needs. That's awesome. So there is help out there. We just need to know where that help is and who's the right person to contact. Diamond, what kind of advice would you give other foster youth or us child welfare professionals that might be listening in to help our youth go through this sort of maze that it is of child welfare health access? My first advice would be to set up as soon as possible, even before you're 18, a primary care provider, because even if you're medical emergency doesn't have anything to do with anything physical in your body. They can assess your needs for your emergency and direct you to someone who can more accurately help you. And another thing that I would suggest is to start early. 
be able to get the necessary people like your dentist, your primary care provider, a psychiatrist, a therapist, if you need them, get them as early as possible after you turn 18 and after you move. And for system professionals, I would just say be well-informed, be educated on what is needed for the youth after they leave your care and be on standby and be a, a member of support for them. And one thing I know when we chatted, the first thing I told you to do was take out that Medicaid card, make sure you have your Medicaid card, turn it over, and there's a phone number for customer service on the back. That's the first place to start, right? We can start going to these websites, but sometimes you go down a rabbit hole and it gets a little more complex. Jen, what other advice would you give youth that are listening? I know there's some changes. Our youth move a lot, whether that's going to college or a new place to live. And sometimes the healthcare plan changes. You still have Medicaid, but the plan changes. Can you tell us a little bit about that when we when we move? How how we need to make sure we take care of ourselves there? Yeah, absolutely. If you're under 21 and you move, I would definitely try outreaching your independent living worker or the independent living department at the agency that's been helping you with your case. They can help get your information updated with Medicaid. If you don't know who that is, or if you're having a hard time getting in touch with someone, CBCIH is actually working on having a website or a phone number where you can request help, and then we can get you in touch with the right person. And then if you're over 21, you will need to call Access Florida, and I'm going to give you the number. This is the agency that manages your Medicaid, and they can be reached at 866-762-2237. I do want to mention, like you said, if you move to another county, you may need to change your health plan depending on what plans are offered in that county. You can locate a list of available health plans at the Florida Medicaid Managed Care website. And then keeping in mind, if you move, you may need to start over with a new primary care provider. You may need a new pharmacy. You may need to set up doctors that you had been seeing in the past, maybe specialists. You might need a new dentist. In that case, I would definitely go to the website or, like you said, call the number on the back of your card to see what providers are covered by your health plan and your dental plan so you can get established. I can't reinforce that enough. Like Diamond said, you want to get established with a primary care provider. They need to know what your baseline is. They want to keep you healthy. But if you're not or if you have any concerns, they can help get you to the right specialist that is based on your concerns. So they're essentially your medical home. If you're established with a primary care provider, and what I mean by established is that you've had that new patient well exam, you've had a physical within last year, some of them have after-hour support, where you can call the doctor after hours if you can't get into the office. A lot of them have nurses you can speak to. There's also other options as well in your area, maybe urgent care, maybe your health plan has an after-hours number. We really should not be going to the ER unless we have life-threatening issues. So these other resources might be able to help you. They can either give you advice over the phone. They can send you to the most appropriate place to get checked up, like an urgent care if they have one in your area, and then also prevent any issues from escalating. Thanks, Jen. That's great. And nowadays they have telemedicine. So for youth that are having issues with transportation, that's a great way to see your doctor without leaving the comfort of your home. I use it myself. Absolutely. (laughs) That's great. Diamond, as we close out today, the one thing I'll share that I thought that you said that was really important and just want you to reiterate it is, you know, oftentimes youth, when you're 18, 19, 20, 
you're healthy, you feel healthy, you don't think about going to the doctor, you you really don't want to go to the dentist. But can you just share a little bit about why this is really important, establishing who your doctor is, establishing who your dentist is, establishing who your therapist is, share with the youth your experience as a youth has gone through this, why that's really important? Primarily why this is important is because Even when you're young, it's important to establish healthy habits and productive habits for your own personal health, because later on down the line, when you are 50, 60, and you are living your best life almost in retirement, you will value that you take care of your health when you are younger. Therefore, when you're older, you're in better health than most at your age. And also, it's good to have everything in line just in case there is an emergency of some sort like what i had faced with my mental health because if i had everything set up before i got to this crisis state then i probably wouldn't even be in a crisis state because i would have known what to do so that's why it's super important it seems like you've walked through that crisis and you've come out the other side And that's awesome. And it's awesome, too, that youth that are aging out of the foster care system have access to free health care coverage. Really, the cost has gone through the roof. And the fact that you have access to health care coverage until age 26, and that's dental, that's physical, that's mental health. I mean, that's an amazing resource that you get provided for um, when you leave the system. And so folks really need to understand that. They need to make sure they have their Medicaid card in their hands at all times in your wallet find out who your doctor is get to know your folks if you move your plan may change right and so you need to be aware of that and when we talk about plans I just want to repeat Jen because this is a little confusing and I remember asking Diamond the question well what healthcare plan are you on and she's like I don't know (laughs) I don't understand what that means and so if you could just explain because I know they have Medicaid coverage but then we talk about healthcare plans and you hear the words like well care and sunshine health can you just explain what that means so they understand when a member has Medicaid like you mentioned they are assigned a health plan and the health plan will cover things like routine healthcare visits vaccines medications medical supplies, vision, including glasses, home health, hospital visits if you need them, and behavioral health care services. And then you will also be assigned a dental plan that's going to cover your routine cleanings as well as any issues that come up. So you do have a choice in Florida on which plan you would like to be on. There are certain things that qualify you for specialty plans or you can pick a plan that is available to any member in the community. So I would say, you know, get to know the plans that are available to you in your area. You can do that on the Florida Medicaid Managed Care website. They will list out the benefits, including any enhanced benefits that they may offer. Or you can go directly to the health plans website and and look up all the benefits there as well. Most all of them will include a member handbook that you can download so you can see what benefits, again, including the enhanced benefits that you might be eligible for. Thanks so much, Jen and Diamond. As we close out, I just want to say 
It has been amazing, Jen. You are such an expert in this, and Florida is so fortunate to not only have health care coverage for our youth aging out of the foster care system, but to have amazing health care plans and to have CBCIH as a go-between to help us in the foster care system make sure that our youth have access to all of this. Diamond, you are an expert. You are a shining example of a youth who knows how to ask and is persistent in getting the answers. And I think that's something that we need to always remind youth, don't be afraid to ask. And if somebody you call doesn't return a phone call, call somebody else. And if that person doesn't call, keep calling until you find someone who can help you with those answers. And if at the end of the day, if you all reach out to your independent living specialist, you reach out to your health care plan, you reach out to Access Florida, and you're still struggling, please know that Selfless Love Foundation and our One Voice Impact Youth Voice Movement is always here to help. And you can always contact us if you have questions about your health care coverage at 954 954- Three seven two seven seven six zero, and what a great opportunity to know and to learn about your healthcare coverage. Thank you guys so much for educating us. And as we close out today, just a reminder that this is a series of six podcasts for youth by youth. If you are a youth champion, please help us spread the message about getting former foster youth plugged in resources to assist them on their journey to adulthood. To learn more about One Voice Impact or to get involved with the local youth council, please follow us on Facebook or Instagram, or email us at info at youthvoicenation.org. Thank you so much.